Welcome to the Mind Power Podcast, a space where we're on a mission to positively impact your life by helping you increase your mental toughness and emotional resilience. To help you do so, here are your hosts and Mind Power coaches, Steph and Shay. So, what's the first question? So, the first question submitted by Erica Segura, who is new to our Boost Tribe. Welcome, Welcome, Erica. Hey, Erica. Good to see you. Good to see you. So, Steph and Shay, here is Erica's question. I was recently thinking about why my ticket sales are not increasing when I have been doing business for many years now, and most of my audience are locals. I had a discovery that blew my mind, and now I'm not sure how to get this turned around. When I decided to create the Sound Bath Studio, it was to provide value to people who had a need to become mentally healthy. I wanted to target people who are underprivileged. So with that said, I am so busy, yet no profit coming in. Why? Because I have put people over profit, and now I am just surviving with the business. I need help figuring out what to do next. I also need my business to grow in profit, yet have time to nourish myself too. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Unshare. All right, cool. Well, welcome to one of our new members, Erica. Good to see you. First of all, give her a round of applause. Great question. For joining Boost. Cool. Um, And let's dive into the question. You first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, I think, um, you know, there's always, um, there's always going to be a balance between when, well, when you're starting a business, you, you've got to go all in, right. And, and give it all you've got. And, and then of course, you know, after you get it off the ground, then there's that, that ability to get work-life integration. So, um, I'm not sure what the, the, it sounded like you kind of went one direction and then uh, started to go a different direction. Is that, is that correct? Based you can, on your question, you can, you can, you can unmute, unmute too. Yeah. Uh, well, I kind of, uh, I didn't have this in the awareness until yesterday when I was sitting down and I was meditating on why is it that I have so many so many people, I mean, through my sessions, I have a minimum of eight people coming every Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it is like such a struggle to bring people back in. And uh, yesterday had almost no shows. So mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, why is that? Well, I increased the ticket price from, I went from, uh, 20 to 25, then to 30 to 40 to 45, because that's the average that is uh, common around here. So then I had this uh, aha moment when I was like, wait a minute, my price was always so low because I was targeting people who have no income. Mm. Yeah. So now, and I come to realize that the Samba Studio was built on putting people first instead of profit, instead of mm-hmm. money. So then this is when I'm shocking. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, I need the, I need the studio to be open. And if people are not paying, then there's no studio basically. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and we get that because you have a big heart and you want to help people yet. You also need to bring in revenue so you can keep your studio open. 
and, and also, so you can survive. Cause then if you can't, then you can't help people. Right. So there's a balance between that as well. And, and we, we, we did that the hard way. When we first started coaching, we had, um, you know, we, we actually did like package pricing and we ended up going way beyond, um, the means of the package price. And so our hourly went down so far in terms of effort. Yes. We were getting so much effort way beyond, um, our hourly that we became burnt out Yep, and it, it, it was harder and harder for us to give because we hadn't filled our cup yet, um, both energetically and, you know, monetarily. So, you know, I think you, you know, we, we, we understand you want to help people no matter what their financial circumstance yet if you want to do that then make that kind of like a um how you can give back type of thing part of your business but first have a clientele that can afford your services mm-hmm. at the rate that you would like right you're not devaluing yourself because when once you do that then you have nothing left to give and then you get into dangerous waters Key stats, 66% of businesses fail in three years in terms of businesses, 96% fail in 10 years. And out of the remainder, uh, I would say the remaining 4% or whatever's, you know, uh, remaining half of them struggle to survive. And this, this is, this is a real struggle. The struggle is real. And, and, and a large part of that is, uh, an inability to, build value. So, so then you're just doing price and you're playing the price game. You, you can increase price, but you're going to have to increase value. And that's important. If I will say across so many people, we, we, we've coached thousands and thousands and thousands of business leaders where, where probably if there's one common denominator where people lack the most, it's inability to build value. They just say, oh, this is great. And we don't mean build value in terms of adding more to your services. I mean, you could, that is one way. Um, building value in, in, in the terms of the consumer's mind. Like what will they get out of coming to the sound bath, right? Like what is the outcome that they will get? Like, are they going to feel better? Are they going to sleep better? Are they going to dream better, think better, look better? Like what, what's the outcome that they will get that will be so worth it to them that they're like, I'll pay whatever. So this is, this is super important. You want, again, I agree with Shay spot on. You're not building value by giving more services. I'm talking about building value. We're talking about building value in terms of building the value, the perceived value in their mind of what it is that they're getting. So Feature benefit outcome. I want you to write that down, Erica. Feature benefit outcome. And I'm, I'm going to use an example with a pen. So a really bad salesperson, and let's be real, you're a business owner, you're in sales. Simply put, the, the businesses that fail, I will tell you, it's because of their inability to sell. Why can't they sell? Because they can't build value. And there could be a self-value issue. We'll, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. We'll get there in a minute. First of all, let's, let's focus on feature benefit outcome. So 
a bad salesperson will talk about features. This is a blue pen. You need to buy it. That's it. This is a blue pen with a little rubber grip on it and a clicker. You should buy it. You should buy it. That's a horrible salesperson. Okay. A good salesperson will then take feature and turn it into a benefit. Okay. This is a blue pen. Okay. Uh, with a little clicker and it's got the little rubber thing. Well, the rubber thing helps you grip it. Benefit. Um, the clicker lets you turn it on really fast. Benefit. Uh, the blue ink is prettier to look at than black. Benefit. Okay. That's a good salesperson. Not the best. The best salesperson, the most elite of the elite of the elite salesperson, they will take it to an outcome. Okay. So pay attention. Feature. Blue pen. Benefit. Pretty to look at. Outcome. There's studies that show when you take notes with blue ink, you'll retain more information than if you're writing with black ink. That's true, by the way. Mm -hmm. Outcome. What does that mean? You're going to retain more information. You're going to be smarter. You're going to be able to recall that information on your test. And if it's key information when you're talking to clients, you're going to be able to recall that. Outcome, 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 outcome. I did at least five outcomes right there. Rubber, little grippy thing. (laughs) rubber grippy thing feature benefit easier to grip outcome if it's easier to grip it it's not going to fall out of my hand while i'm writing something that's really important and it's also not going to be finger on plastic which causes calluses that makes your fingers start bleeding if you have to write over the course of multiple hours so your finger's going to feel a heck of a lot better it's going to look smooth you're not going to have those wonky calluses and you're going to look like you have very nice well manicured taken care of hands Outcome, 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 outcome. Okay. Clicker feature. Benefit. Turns the pen on fast. Outcome. When Steph and Shay are doing a live mentor session, a boost live mentor session, and they say something that's really important, I can turn the pin on super fast so I can gather the information and I can write it down, not missing it and making sure that I gather so I can mine the gold and create the success and the wealth I want. Outcome, 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 outcome. Thumbs up if this is useful to anybody that's yeah. here who's listening. This is this is a game changer. So so when we say building value, it's not what you think that they need. It's, it's what you discover that they need, meaning you might need to start talking to the people who love your services and find out what are the outcomes that they get and that they love so much. Yeah. And that should be in your marketing languaging and your messaging. Because that the, the people who are coming right now, those that those people are your, your avatar client, right? They... Sounds like they're regulars. They come all the time. They love it. So poll them, ask them, just, you know, you can do it one off and just kind of, you know, ask them, hey, can I ask you a few questions? What is it that you love about the sound bath? What what do you get out of it? Yep. How do you feel after you do it? And then be sure to take really good notes from that, compile it all. And then now build your talk tracks, whether it's on, you know, you verbally communicating based on outcome or your website, your marketing materials based on outcome, all based on outcome and not one outcome, like three minimum outcome, outcome, outcome. Yeah. Andy brings up feature advantage benefit. I heard that like in 1996. And um, the reality is if you think about it, advantage and benefit are pretty much the same damn thing. Yeah. 
right? Features to feature. The advantage of that feature is the benefit. So they're putting in a step that probably is either automatically communicated or it's assumed and doesn't need to be communicated. Um, FBO beats FAB any day. Feature benefit outcome. Yeah will be feature advantage benefit because it stops at benefit and it has to go to the long-term outcome that's going to happen. Okay, next, tell her about projection. Right, so if <clears throat> there's any uncertainty in you about the value of your services or take it a step further, the value of yourself, then any uncertainty, no matter what, it the the consumer will just feel something's off and then they won't buy. Yeah, no, they, they can't tell that it's you being uncertain in you. It, sorry, I'm going to be demonstrative, but, but it could be in how your clothes are fitting that day. Right. How your shoes look. Yeah. How your breath is or whatever. They're just going to feel uncertainty. And this will, this is all unconscious. It's just a, it's just an energy that's uh, trans tra- transferred and, and they won't know why, but they won't feel compelled to buy. Cause all they feel is uncertainty and what they do, they smack the uncertainty to your product or service. Even if it's not your, even if you're not uncertain, meaning you are certain in the product or the service, but you're uncertain in you, your abilities, how your life is, or this, that, or the other, they'll pick up on that. They'll attach it to your product service and they won't buy. So, so this is a well-known data point. Most people, this, I mean, there's so much compelling data about this. This is so important. Most people have already decided whether they're going to buy or not buy from you within three seconds. What? Yeah. Did you catch that? And what, what is that three seconds? How do you present yourself? And, and this is all nonverbal plus energetic, meaning what are you projecting in terms of your belief in self product service in them? Yep. It's all about first impressions. Right. And just and and as much as we don't like it or agree with it, we are all judging. We have to judge constantly to to rule things out and say, nope, that's not for me. Nope. We have to um, uh, just sort through all the information. Right. Remember, there's 40 million bits per second coming at us and we can only consciously take in 40. So we constantly are having to delete just things, right? So your first impression has to be solid because yeah, within three seconds, people are deciding whether they like you or whether they want to buy from you or your product service, what have you. And then, and then, and then it's really hard, if not possible to overcome that first impression. Last thing. And then we want to move on to the next question. We, we could go for days on this, as you guys can imagine. <laughs> is this helping Erica? Is it hopefully? Good, okay. Good. Last thing you want an injection of cash into your business fast. You go to the individuals that are your super fans and you ask them to introduce you to two of their favorite people. Mm-hmm. Your super fans have more like-minded people that are just like them. This is the fastest way to inject cash yeah. into a business is going to current. And don't, don't ask for referrals, ask for introductions. A referral sounds like a social liability. Or, or just say, Hey, next time bring your two. You can do that friends, too. Right. But, but, but if they're not comfortable doing that, mm-hmm. then just say, can you introduce me to two of your favorite people done that you think would, would like the benefit of healing like you've experienced. 
And you're going to be able to do feature benefit outcome with them a lot more than the current client is because they're not selling your product. Hey, MindPower Podcast listeners, it's Steph here. Inside this podcast, we've taken you on countless journeys of insight, reflection, and transformation. We've spoken about releasing the things that hold us back, optimizing our health, making the most of our time, achieving our big effing goals, and most importantly, becoming the best version of ourselves. However, we feel like we can do more. So many people in the world are staying in unfulfilling jobs, living paycheck to paycheck, and barely getting by and living in a place of fear, anger, doubt, and no hope of things ever getting better. At a time when stress, overwhelm, and scatterness are the new normal, people are seeking certainty, clarity, and guidance more than ever. And who better to provide that than a trained mind power coach? If you're looking to transform your passion into a lucrative coaching business, take back control of your financial future, and help others regain their hope, then the MindPower Summit is your golden ticket. Register for free at mindpowersummit.com. That's mindpowersummit.com. We'll see you at the top.